It's July 19th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. Chris Kotnor is out on special assignment today. Our top story today? The United States will continue to provide intelligence to Ukraine after recent personnel changes in the inner circle of Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, the United States State Department said on Monday. As we reported yesterday, Zelensky sidelined his childhood friend as head of Ukraine's security service and another close ally as top prosecutor in Kyiv's biggest internal purge of the war, citing the failure of the two to root out Russian spies. More than 60 officials from Bakanov's SBU security agency and the prosecutor's office were working against Ukraine in Russian-occupied territory, and 651 treason and collaboration cases had been opened against law enforcement officials, Zelensky said earlier. Russian President Vladimir Putin will visit Iran today in just his second foreign trip since he launched the invasion of Ukraine in February. Mr. Putin will meet Iran Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei and Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Grain exports, Syria, and Ukraine will be discussed in Tehran, a Turkish official said. The meeting follows allegations by U.S. officials last week that Tehran was planning to supply Russia with hundreds of drones for its war in Ukraine. According to Ukraine's Center for National Resistance, Russian forces seized 20 grain elevators in Zaporizhia Oblast. Russian forces in the region have reportedly established a so-called state grain company through which the grain elevators were seized. The center went on to say the Russians offered farmers two options, either to sell grain at a fixed price per ton, while the determined price is several times lower than the market price, or to give off the farm and that such tactics allowed the occupiers to export up to 100,000 tons per month just from the Zaporizhia region. Elsewhere, Western Europe faces more sweltering temperatures today as a ferocious heat wave heads north. In France and the UK, extreme heat warnings were issued, while northern Spain recorded temperatures of 109 degrees Fahrenheit on Monday. Deadly wildfires in France, Portugal, Spain, and Greece have forced thousands of people to evacuate their homes. The UK is expected to see its hottest day on record, and experts say parts of France face a heat apocalypse. The worst drought in four decades is raging through the Horn of Africa. The World Food Program says up to 20 million people in Kenya, Ethiopia, and Somalia are at risk of starvation by the end of the year. Somalia is bearing the brunt, with half of its population now hungry. This is the worst drought in the last decade, according to experts, and famine is looming. In one internal displacement center in Somalia, at least 26 children died between May and June. I want to take a second here between stories to highlight how climate change is going to impact different parts of the world differently. In Somalia, you have a drought causing internal displacement, hunger, and death. 
In Europe, you have forest fires that have killed people and destroyed property. Obviously, we can't flip a switch and move away from fossil fuels, but I haven't seen enough countries in the industrialized world pushing to electrify during the current fuel crisis caused by the war in Ukraine. Climate change is here and is an urgent problem that we have to solve now, not at some hazy point in the future. Former Pakistan Prime Minister Imran Khan has again called for an early national election after his party seized control of the state assembly in Punjab, the country's most populous province, in a by-election, which was seen as a popularity contest for the former international cricket star dismissed by a no-confidence vote in April. Khan has drawn thousands to rallies since being removed giving lengthy speeches claiming the government was imposed on Pakistan under a U.S.-led conspiracy. He also blames the current government for soaring inflation, although most analysts agree Sharif inherited the country's economic woes, which got more relief last week following an agreement with the IMF to resume a rescue package. The extradition of drug trafficker Rafael Caro Quintero captured in the mountains of northwest Mexico, will not happen quickly, according to a judge's ruling published Monday. The Mexican judge issued what amounts to an injunction, preventing Caro Quintero from being sent to the United States without going through the formal extradition process. The judge also ruled that he must remain in the maximum security prison west of the capital, where he was taken after his capture while the process plays out. The extradition process can often be drawn out depending on the target's willingness to fight it and the government's desire to speed it along. In the case of Joaquin Guzman, also known as El Chapo, the former leader of the Sinaloa cartel, now serving a life sentence in the United States, the process took a year. Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro invited the diplomatic corps yesterday to hear his charges that Brazil's electoral system was open to fraud ahead of October's elections, in which he is trailing in a bid for a second term. The system is completely vulnerable, he told some 40 diplomats invited to his residence in an unprecedented briefing three months before a general election. Bolsonaro gave no evidence of fraud, but said a hacker got inside the electronic voting system during the election he won in 2018, an incident that police concluded had not compromised the result in any way. His attempts to discredit Brazil's electoral system, which has been used since 1996 with no evidence of irregularities, has led his opponents to suspect Bolsonaro may refuse to accept a possible victory by leftist former president Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, who is leading by double digits in opinion polls. In lighter news, a British movie theater chain is offering free tickets to people with red hair for two days amid the heat wave in the country. Showcase Cinema announced on its website and social media accounts that redheads can get free tickets to movies of their choice on Monday and Tuesday as part of the chain's Sun Protecting Flicks, or SPF, promotion. The promotion is, however, limited to one ticket per day per redhead.
That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Cecile Shea of the Chicago Council on Global Affairs about Shinzo Abe's assassination. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in our show notes to read our sources, and tune into Deep State Radio today to hear David Rothkopf talk with Rosa Brooks, David Sanger, and Kim Gaddis about Biden's trip to the Middle East. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>